Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, Ben. Hey there, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Doing well. Let's go ahead and get started, my friend. Hello all, awesome. and welcome back to another episode of Geek Vibes Live Interview. I'm your host, Ben Belcher, and today I have with me Emmy Award-winning actor Kyle Lauder, here to talk with us about his new movie, Amityville Harvest. Kyle, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Ben. It's good to be here, bud. Awesome. Always good. With, uh, with Halloween nearly upon us, I have to ask, what's your favorite horror movie, Kyle? I'm personally a Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street person. Okay. See, I was the, I mean, a huge fan of Nightmare on Elm Street growing up, but um, I was always kind of partial to Jason and Friday the 13th, to be honest with you. Totally understandable there. <laughs> what, uh, what was it about, uh, about Amityville Harvest that, that really caught your attention and made you want to be a part of it? I grew up in uh, Westchester County, New York. Um, not far. I mean, a mere hour's few hours drive from the actual town of Amityville. So I was very familiar with the history of what happened there. And then of course, you know, I, I eventually saw the film, the original film, uh, which sparked my interest even more. And, you know, I grew up a fan of the horror genre. Obviously we just said, or I just said Friday the 13th and obviously the Nightmare on Elm Street and Amityville was right, right up there with it. So um, when this came, you know, got all these years later, 20 plus years later when this project, this script came across my path and had a conversation with the producers and the director of the film. Um, I knew it was something I wanted to be a part of because growing up, as I said, a fan of the horror genre and then being an actor, I, I, I'd never done a horror movie before. And it's something that I, it was a bucket list item of mine. I really wanted to, to not just do a horror film, but play, you know, like the, the, the head, the head villain, you know, the head bad guy in a horror movie. So this, this film just kind of checked all of those boxes and, and I was just thrilled when, when eventually I was offered the role. And so to be, you know, to be a part of the, this Amityville name and carry on the, the tradition of that franchise and, and everything that it means is, it's an honor and a privilege. I'm, I'm really I'm grateful to be a part of it. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, it's been a long time coming and I'm so happy that it's finally coming out uh, Tuesday, October 20th streaming worldwide and on blu-ray dvd the whole deal so i'm i'm excited for people to to check it out 
totally understandable there. I'm also a huge fan of previous Amityville films. So uh, having had a chance to to screen this one uh, prior to my conversation with you, there are some really intense and some suspenseful scenes throughout that film. Uh, with, without having to, to give too much away about the movie, what what would you say was, was your favorite scene in the film to shoot? Oh, God. Uh, it's a great question because there's a few. Um, and again, you're right, you know, without giving away any plot points. You know, the, you know th- this is not giving away a plot point. It's in the trailer, for God's sake. You know, it, it is an interview. There is an interview process, you know, with my character, Vincent Miller, and then uh, Christine uh, Weingarten, Sadie Cass's character, where Christine is interviewing Vincent and shooting that, that interview scene and everything that happens, you know, uh, within that scene. It was the longest scene that we shot. It took the most time, but it was also like it was the most fun to shoot because of all the little nuances within that scene and, and the, the suspense involved. And, you know, and again, this is in the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away, but, you know, when they kind of find that they can't, they're reviewing the footage. They can't see him on the camera. They can't hear him. His voice is not coming through the microphone. It's, and that kind of sets in, in motion a series of events, um, really eerie, creepy, scary events where they're like, who the hell is this guy? What's going on here? So that shooting that scene is that that's what kind of starts it all. Um, and so shooting that is when it, I really kind of felt like I was off to the races with this character in this film. So I would have to say that one. Understandable. That that scene in particular is chilling, to say the very least. Um, well, there's yeah, they start to of, realize of your you know, they're like, why is this happening? Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, but no, no, no. You're fine by all means. Yeah. So I, what I was saying is, you're. I just wanted to prove your point. You're absolutely right. It's it's when each individual character starts to realize that something's not right, and I think that the audience, you know, it's my hope that the audience you know, we'll start to kind of feel those uneasy feelings as the characters are starting to feel those uneasy feelings. So it's kind of like a collaborative sharing process between characters and viewership. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really great scene. So thanks for noticing that. Uh, speaking, especially about your character, Vincent, who is terrifying, by the way, kudos on that. Uh, what Thank what you. did you do to kind of? Oh no problem. What did you do to to kind of get into that headspace to get into character for Vincent? Just one wonderful question. It's a lot of research with the director Thomas Churchill um, before we even rolled camera, um, rolled film. It's I watched. I did a lot of research. He gave me a list of movies to watch of like past horror uh, movies. Like, um, I mean, everything from like Interview with a Vampire to Nosferatu to Bela Lugosi's performance of Dracula and um, trying to find this guy's, his voice, his tenor, his tone, his vibe um, to make him as uh, like authentic and organic as possible. So he didn't turn into some kind of caricature or like a parody of a horror villain, if that makes any sense, you know, to keep him very calm and composed. And I just felt that you know, it took about two hours to get into that makeup every day. So I just sat there in the makeup chair with headphones, like noise canceling headphones on while they went to work and my eyes were closed. And I just kind of went into this guy's mind and his psyche. And then, you know, when I opened my eyes at the end of the two hours, like I was all made up and looked at myself in the mirror and I had the whole look down and and then I just went to my trailer and, and just kind of kept to myself and stayed in that, in that place. Um, 
I've always incorporated, you know, side note, I've always incorporated a little bit of method acting into my performances just because it helps me. But yeah, I mean, once I got in, 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 in makeup and I kind of went through that process of disconnecting from our world and into his world, um, I just kind of stayed there throughout the night and, um, yeah, and then finally we wrapped for the evening, and I could kind of come back to Kyle. But when I when I went into Vincent, I stayed in Vincent for about six hours. <laughs> Ooh, I imagine that was uh, terrifying for the rest of the cast and crew because I've got to yeah. kind of think about it. <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I love the that you you go into how like he's he's this methodical and calm character, and that just adds to all of that uneasiness that comes off of him. I got a very, uh, a very Ozymandias from Watchmen vibe in that kind of sense for it by the end oh of the film. Oh my God. Thank you for that. I really, I, that means a lot to me. Appreciate that. Not, not a problem. Um, as far as, as the horror genre in general, what is it that you think really makes a horror movie and what about Amityville Harvest takes that head on and tackles it? Another great question. I, for me, being a fan of the genre and have seen so many films and obviously working on this, I think the aspect of involving the, a very calm, you kind of, I'll use your words, just it has to be a very methodical, calm delivery of, of the story. And then you have these short, powerful bursts of whether it's like somebody's being killed or somebody's caught or whatever. You go slow and steady, creepy, eerie, methodical, and then have an explosion of something and then go right back into calm, creepy, eerie, methodical, and then another explosion, if that makes any sense. And I think that that's what always freaks you out is that as a viewer, as a watcher of of a horror film, I think the best ones, The Shining is another great one, you know, where you're kind of lulled into this, this creepy, eerie, slow, calm world. And then all of a sudden you're jolted out of it by, by something unexpected. And that's what like makes your heart race. But then you get lulled after you get lulled back into it. And I think that that was very much, I wanted that to be present in my particular performance in Vincent as I wanted to maintain this calm, cool, creepy, eerie, methodical delivery of him where he's always in control of what's going on and he kind of lulls the viewer into his, into his almost hypnotic meditative state and then he'll jack you up with, you know, with like biting somebody's neck or killing somebody or whatever the case may be. And then, so the viewer is always unsettled, if, if I'm saying this correctly. So you, just when you think you're like settling in and you're cool, all of a sudden you're not cool. But then you'll be then you'll be settled again for a period of time. But then you're jolted out of it. So you're never so from beginning to end, you're never really you never know when you're going to get jolted out of out of it as a viewer. And I think that that's very powerful. And I humbly believe that we were able to catch capture that to some extent in um, the Amityville Harvest. I can I can 100 percent agree with you there. You were spot on. As a, Thank you. As far as oh no problem. As far as uh, some other things you've got coming up, what are what are some projects you've got uh, in the works that we should start getting excited about? Well, I would love. Here's the thing. God bless COVID. So I have a film that has been. It's for Netflix. I can say that. I can't announce what it is yet because they'll kill me. But uh, it's a Netflix <laughs> film that we 
We're supposed to shoot in Romania um, earlier on this year, um, but it's been pushed and pushed, and hopefully um, we'll be able to get, you know, start shooting that. We're running, we're running out of time here this year, but they, they want to try to get it in the can, at least the footage of its principal photography done by the end of the year. So that is for Netflix. And as soon as I'm able to announce that, then I'll, you know, it'll be, I'll announce it across my, my social media platforms and whatnot. But that's, this is a project that I'm very much looking forward to, to not just announcing, but actually to work on. But, um, and that's going to take up a good couple of months of my, my time. Um, so yeah, forgive me for being coy. I'm just not at liberty to speak about it yet, but it's a big Netflix film. I'm thrilled about it. And, um, as soon as we can get over there to Romania to uh, to get it done, then then I'll announce it. But yeah, that's what's waiting patiently for that right now. <laughs> Understandably so, especially with with things as they are. I imagine you're on pins and needles, ready to get back out there. Yeah, every day. Yeah, I mean it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's, I'm not singling myself out. Everybody's been affected by it, but especially the entertainment business. You know, shows and films are just starting back up again, which is great. So we hope that uh, that our project will be will be the next to follow in that. So as soon as I know, then, you know, I'll, I'll blast it out of my socials. Fingers are crossed. Breath is baited. Hopes are high. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> and uh, finally, the most important question of all, any plans for Halloween? Yes. My daughter is a huge Halloween fan. Um, and her mom is, uh, it's her favorite holiday of the year. So, Every year, it's, it's, we get we go big on Halloween in terms of you know our, our entire neighborhood is uh, it, you know the parents have block parties and stuff. It's going to be a little different this year, obviously because you, you can't have a huge, large gathering thing, I guess. But um, my daughter goes big, which she's got like she does like two costumes throughout the night. She does the full wardrobe change, and so yeah, it's, it's always really fun in our in our family. And and I don't know as a dad taking her trick-or-treating is is really cool to watch so um yeah halloween is a big day in our family every year understandably so i've got a little one myself and she is super pumped for halloween not a hundred percent sure you get what the it, plan man. is yet but we'll work it out okay so i'll i'll echo that as well we we don't know exactly what the plan is going to be but there is one we'll, we'll just we'll figure it out 100 percent well, Kyle, thank you so much for being here with us today. Kyle Louder, everybody. Check him out in Amityville Harvest on digital demand, Blu-ray, DVD, October 20th. And uh, last but not least, I'm your host, Ben Belcher. Thanks again for tuning in to Geek Vibes Live Interview. Catch you next time, everybody. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.